Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. episode 153. My name is C.T. McManus, and for the next little while, it's my job to get your mind off the craziness of the world out there and get it refocused in on some good old-fashioned rock and roll. Hope all you guys are doing well. Hope your weekend was great. We have an awesome show ahead of us. 
we will be joined by the bands Elder Bug and COVID Corpus coming up. Corvid Corpus, sorry, not Covid Corpus, but Corvid Corpus coming up, guys. Really excited to talk to both bands. They've uh, one from Tennessee, one from Central Jersey, guys. We're going to be rocking out a lot. And uh, big shout out to our sponsor, Rosenfeld Dental Associates. They are located at 1095 Inman Avenue in Edison, New Jersey. That is just five minutes from Metro Park. You can visit them online at www.njsmile.com. Once again, that's www.njsmile.com. Come rock your smile with the rock doc. See Dave Rosenfeld nominated one of New Jersey's top dentists for 2020. Discounts apply for rock and roll union members. Make sure to tell them that CT sent you. Also, our partner, Phoenix Custom Printing, if you guys are looking for your next upscale for T-shirts or band merch or family get-together T-shirts, whatever the case may be, this guy does it all. Flags, hats, T-shirts, whatever the case may be, you can find him at phoenixcustominc at gmail.com. You can drop him a line there. Or the phone number is 410-206. 2081. Once again, that number is 410-206-2081. Discounts for Rock and Roll Union members. Make sure you mention Rock and Roll Union or CT and get 25% off your total order. And our final partner, Brett Hunk Customs, home of pick sticks and laminates. Anything that you guys might need, custom merch, laminates for backstage passes, whatever the case may be. You can drop him a line at 410-508-1233. Once again, that number is 410-508-233. Really really happy to be here tonight, guys. Uh, A lot of stuff going on in the world of rock. We're going to be talking all the stuff, man. Um, Haven't mentioned a whole lot lately, but, um, you know, David Lee Roth mentioned his retirement from the world of rock, wish him all the best, man. And I think it's a great idea that he's stepping away now under great uh, situation. And uh, prayers, thoughts, hopes out to Vince Neil, who fell off the stage this past week at the Monsters on the Mountain show. Uh, really hoping nothing but the best for him. And, uh, guys, just... Also, I wanted to touch base. This is our final week on our autism benefit, guys. We have been working very hard on raising funds, on getting people together. Our walk for autism is this Saturday in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Really excited to be walking alongside my my son and my brother, Jim Deputy from Shades of Grey. Really excited to be walking with those guys. Also, This Friday night, if you can't make the walk, don't feel like moving on a Saturday. I don't blame you. But come out Friday night, man. We are partying it up. All the proceeds go towards our walk, which then in turn benefits Autism Speaks. This Friday night at the Rusty Now in Armore, PA, the show is killer. You can't beat this show, man. Opening up the whole shindig is Zenora. Followed by Loungefly, the Stone Temple Pilots tribute, 
followed by our boys in Rat Rod. And closing out the night is a debut of a new 90s tribute called Later Skaters. So really excited to see all that. Friday night, tickets are 10 bucks. And like I said, it all goes towards a good cause. So you don't want to miss that show, man. But it'll be the last show before our walk. And uh, got a whole lot of stuff coming up down the pike, man. And really excited. Can't wait to reveal all the notes to you, all the happenings. But if you guys missed my announcement a little ways back, um, we are... Rock and Roll Union is now only for charity, um, only for charity, only for benefit shows. We kind of quit doing everything else um, because there, there's such a need and there's so many different causes that are near and dear to our hearts. Um, we're going to be really focusing in on a, just a few charities like I said, we're all over the place, but uh, I can tell you this: we have some, we have some toy drives coming up. We also have some food drives coming up. So uh, might not, you don't want to miss any of that stuff. We're gonna go ahead and listen to Twelve Days Straight. Here is Defiant.
That was a little ditty from the ladies in Detroit Cobras to Cha Cha Slide. Guys, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we will be talking to Elder Bug, man. So uh, don't go nowhere. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history. The voice of choice and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get, get nasty. 
Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
that was Every Mother's Nightmare as it goes away. Guys, really, uh, really great song there, man. And really looking forward to our time this weekend, man. Really hoping all you guys can make it out. We are partying for autism this weekend, guys, at the at the Rusty Nail in Armour, PA. If you did not hear that, and we're also looking for still donations and people to walk with us in Cherry Hill this coming Saturday. While we wait for Outerbug to give us a call, we're going to go ahead and listen to Tantric being here without you. I wrapped around your finger. That's where you will find And I can't remember I was left behind I wrapped around your finger Like I was before But you can't remember I'm at your door Well, I can't be the one who disappeared I'm gone You don't know that I am Down to driving me insane. I'm living here. 
That is the latest from our boys in Tantric living here without you. Guys, it is my extreme pleasure to welcome a brand new band to the Rock and Roll Union. The band might not be brand new to themselves, but they're brand new to us, and it's such a pleasure to have them. Guys, please welcome Elder Bug. You guys with us. Hey, yeah. thanks so much. Uh, hey, man. So thank you so much for uh, spending some time on your Monday with us. And uh, just a quick question. Uh, the, the first question out the bat, and you, you know I'm going to have to ask it. Where did the name come from? Um, sorry, the name, uh, I was playing a video game, if I'm being honest with you, and there was a, there was a character in it called Elderbug. And I was like, that sounds like something I'd listen to. So I just went <laughs> with it. That's awesome. So, so how long have you guys been together? I would say uh, it started out as a solo project um, between Lucas and Drew there, the lead guitar player and the singer, and then uh, the rest of us came on after that. I'd say about five months, uh, six months? About six, seven months ago. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I got to say, I love the sound. It's it's very eclectic. It's a bit everywhere, uh, which I'm sure is because you guys are all bringing different influences and different feels into the band. Uh, what are you guys into? Also, you know, what I should have done when we first started was I should have had you guys introduce yourselves. If you could, uh, just tell us who we're talking to and what position you play in the band. Um, this is Drew, lead guitar. This is Troy on drums. I'm Lucas, and I sing and play guitar sometimes. Derek, I'm the bass player. Chase, lead on guitar. Awesome. And you're back to it. <laughs> so you guys, uh, like I said, uh, this sounds very eclectic, a little bit of everything involved. Uh, could you give us a taste of what you guys bring to the band? Um, kind of like, so me, Troy, and Chase kind of have like a heavier background. Like we really like deathcore and like hardcore and stuff. Gotcha. And Lucas comes from Lucas comes from upstate New York where he like grew up listening to like that New York hardcore stuff. So he brings a lot of that to the table as well as like some soft melodic stuff. And then Drew, he's our prog guy. He does the Weedle Deedles on that. Uh, Big Steve song. Vai fan growing up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. He's got the super technical lead. And like how long have you guys been a band? When when did the whole thing start? Well, um, we, Chase and Lucas, have been playing music together for two or three years now, and like, we just can't seem to separate from each other. So We've been a band about six, seven months. Um, it's Lucas. I was, um, I was actually in another band at the time when we all got together, and I was like, man, I want to write some songs because this shit – uh, can I? Can we swear on here? I almost made yeah, a mistake. Yeah, no, it's all it's no holds barred on here, guys. Feel free. Right on. I was like, man, this shit's whack. I'm gonna write my own music. So I did, and then uh, Drew, I was just sending him demos, and he said, um, man, that's sick. Let me play guitar. And I said, all right, cool, yeah. And then uh, we were like, man, we're gonna need other people because we can only do so much. Um, so we got the rest of the guys, and uh, I guess it's been about. Probably, probably seven months, maybe eight now. It's been a while. It's been almost a year. Now, uh, how close to, like, the whole COVID, like, outbreak and everything going on did you guys get together? And well, did that come into play at all with you guys? 
Yeah, I would say so. Uh, when the band was started, um, I, I had just had COVID, and uh, <laughs> we had played a show um, not long before that, and uh, we noticed that the turnout wasn't great, and we decided, well, I decided uh, at the time, I was like, I'm just going to, like, kick back and, and work on, like, just perfecting a good sound and perfecting, and you know, <laughs> that's a big word, um, but just trying to find... Uh, something that I really vibrated, vibrated, and eh, whatever that I've really vibrated with, and um, it jived with me, and I think it did a good job because uh, I, I was able to like write songs and stuff like that. the EP that it was like five songs that I wrote, and then Drew was like, I got something, and like it just, and it just sounded like it belonged together, and we were like, man, we got something here. Um, but as far as like COVID goes, we we couldn't really play shows at all right. until. A couple of months ago, really. But when we did, man, people were really excited about it, and they like packed it out, and it was incredibly terrifying because we did not expect a good turnout. We just were like, it's a little bit of like perfect timing, <laughs> like a con is done, but for shows, you know. Yeah, like, we like, had a big turnout just because people were ready to get out of the house anyway. I remember we were like, it was kind of dark, and when they shined the light, there was like eighty people in front of us, and I was like, oh fuck, like what am I gonna do? <laughs> um. But it, it it turned out well. They really liked it, and we were scared uh, to death. I mean, now, as far as the writing is concerned, do you guys, like, all play a part in that, or is that something that falls on the one or two of you? So, um, typically, I um, – I, uh, so I was playing guitar and singing in the band for a really long time. Um, and then recently I decided that I was just going to do vocals. So we brought in Chase who plays, uh, plays guitar with Drew, but I write like 80% of the songs right now. And then Drew writes, I'd say 20% of them, maybe 70, 30 is more fair, but it's around in that general vicinity where I just kind of bring like a, a fleshed out demo of a full song to everybody. And if they're like into it, then we just kind of jump on it. But, um, I make it an effort to have all the songs I write sound a little different. And Drew's songs don't even make sense, so they sound different. <laughs> just on their own. Now, it, like, how often do you guys uh, perform, or how often do you guys get together for rehearsals and things along those lines? I'd say, um, I mean, very often, like, you know, we, we at least meet up once a week for practice. That's minimum. I'm saying, you know, just to get together, and uh, we're all really good friends, too. You know, we got good chemistry. Um, as far as shows go, um, we're, we're still doing well down here. Yeah. Um, like our area is actually fortunate enough to have some cool little clubs that keep it consistently going. Um, so shout out Capone. Shout out Capone. <laughs> so, uh, what I saw before, uh, when I was looking you guys up, uh, you guys had just in the short time that you've been together, you guys had two EPs that you recently just kind of put together as one full album, uh. How quickly did that material come to you guys? How it feels like you guys, with only being together for a few months, man, you guys put out a, a decent amount of material. Interesting, you say that the EP took us like two months to write, record, and you know, put out. The album took us another three, and we're about twelve songs deep on another record right now, and we're just like wow. trying to pace ourselves. We write a lot of music, man. I sit in, yeah, I work from day. home, and I, I literally, I pump out a new song every day, and um, Drew's sitting on, like, 40, 
And uh, Troy's got a bunch of ideas in his drummer mind, which we're trying to, like, unfurl into yeah. something. But he's got, like, wow. and then Chase loves to chug, and then Derek plays bass. So, like, we've got a lot going on <laughs> and uh, a lot of ideas. Uh, so we just kind of try not to uh, really limit ourselves on, you know, because most people are putting out, like, an album every two years. And I don't know how you do that because I got a lot <laughs> going on in there. And I, I just want to get it out there. I don't know. I like, uh, I know rappers nowadays put out like four mixtapes a year. I'd like to see that in the rock world, so let's just do it. Shout out to Drake. You know, yeah. everybody's, everybody's favorite Canadian, but we've all just been really creative for a long time, I think, and we didn't get in the right organization or group to let that happen. And so now we got a bunch of guys surrounding each other that are good musicians, and so we can actually do stuff. You know, I wanted to ask you guys as far as the scene that you guys are in in Tennessee there. Um, how is the scene? How is it for original bands? And because where I'm from, it's it's it feels like 90 percent cover bands and maybe a handful of original bands out there. How is it where you guys are? It's 90 percent cover bands and 10 percent original <laughs> material. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you'll see cover bands get like you get all these gigs and they get like paid the most and people are like well yeah but then you have like people that are out here hustling uh working hard busting ass um making original music that you know you can't just like there's you can go see that band right like you don't yeah. have to go down to a specific bar and be like he does kid rock song good like you can just go see kid rock like like he also makes original music. I just I I don't understand the love of cover bands. I I understand the need of cover bands, but I think uh, people really sleep on original music way too much because uh, ACDC doesn't exist without original music. None of them do. Like go see bands. You know what I mean? Now, one one thing, and I wanted to pick your brains about this. You guys are uh, much younger than I am, but uh, as far as it feels like every time something good and new comes along, there seems to be a almost a snobbery from rock bands towards younger bands. Do you guys feel that way? Like I, I look at bands like Greta Van Fleet or uh, Mammoth or bands like that, and it feels like there's almost a bit of a snobbery from people that have been around for a while Uh towards these younger bands and they're never really fully given that chance, even though the material is fantastic. What do you guys think? Do you feel that same way? No, I, I honestly, I, I definitely see that a lot of people, especially older folks who love, you know, like they're like really love poison. Like they don't really want to, you know, give a chance to a, a bunch of rock guys who are like maybe combining some screamed vocals with some like poppy music. Like, it, but at the same time, I mean, you have to look at bands like Rush and, and Queen and, like, all the best rock bands from before who innovated. Um, yes. Rock rock dies when it stagnates. So if you're not innovating, then you're not helping the genre. So it's, I know that it's, like, a, a pig-headed thing to say, but I don't think we, we give a shit if they like it or not because it's good. Yeah. And I think it's going to resonate with people uh, – who like good music, and I think it's not going to resonate with people who just don't have an open mind or just don't like Frank Zappa. Like, we, there's so much in our music that comes from all of that. It's not like we we only take inspiration from 2010 onward. Like, we're all huge fans of old music. Like, we love like 90s grunge, and Drew loves just ungodly stuff. Like, uh, 
like Prague stuff from the night. He's a huge Zappa fan, which is why I said that. Um, Derek loves Maiden. I like Matchbox 20. Like, it doesn't matter what I like, but what we do, you know what I mean? We, we all kind of bring it together, and we try to put, like, I don't know, like a heavy rock spin on it so people can I, – I don't know. I just want to see people fucking move a little bit. I think that we're yeah. about, like, when it comes to being realistic about, you know, not a bunch of yes men being like, hey, we think this sounds good. We think it sounds good. We, like, really take on opinions and take into, you know, we're not just in our own world. We just try to write cool music and things to work out. Yeah. It, it, it really gets fr- – I mean, especially – I'm sure that you guys see – I've had several uh, bigger name artists on the show that have talked about the discrepancy between the United States and places like South America or Europe, as far as the festivals and uh, how people like the music and appreciate the music in other parts of the world. Would you guys be apt for like traveling overseas if need be? Oh, for sure. Japan has the best music scene in the world. Uh, you've never been to a show until you've been to a show in Japan. Uh, Brazil is the same way. Brazil, like, people in America don't love music the way that Brazilians love music. Um, yeah. Germans love music. Like, we, like, the United States is one of the, like, the least fun places to play because, we're, I mean, we've just become lazy with music, but I think because it's so accessible. You go to somewhere else, they, like, you'll, you'll pack a stadium and have, like, have no name. And they'll eat you up. They just love music. I think it's something that we've lost here in the States um, because it, we, I think we've just taken it for granted. You see it like local bands are like $5 cover for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's crazy to me. But any, anywhere over, overseas is just like, I would kill to play there, especially Japan, bro. They lose their shit. Japan, the UK, we're all Not to mention, it, you know, it's much more lucrative over there. Like you, you said, uh, you, you, you could put four bands on a bill and charge $10 at the door, and people are arguing over a cover charge that the bands yeah. are splitting and not making shit from. Yeah. And then the bands overseas are, like you said, they're, you might not even know who they are, and they're making off very well. Uh, do you think there's a way of changing that in the United States? I think it's to, like, remind people that, that music – they don't, we don't owe you songs. Like nobody owes you music. You know what I mean? You right. don't, like, no, it's not like you walk around and you're like, man, that's a really cool uh, Van Gogh piece. Uh, here's $20. Like music is art just as much as like tangible art is art, just as much as right. dance is art. You know, just like technology is art. Like I just, I, it blows my mind that musicians are just like, what, what is the world without music? It's not a good fucking place. It's quiet. Like who wants that? Yeah, and it's just people take it for granted. I think I think it's what it is. is in, 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 and I'm I'm American, of course, but um, we all take everything for granted. We take music for granted. We take everything for granted. But um, yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty obvious in the fact that people argue over a five ten dollar cover charge to go. People who argue over a ten dollar cover charge have never been to a good show. That's that's what that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Twenty thirty dollars on a good show for sure, and that's people I've never heard of. I don't care. You know what I mean? I, I fully agree with that, and you you know I've I've we put on shows fairly rec- uh, fairly uh, often, and what we do is we we've resorted to just benefit shows because it, there's only so many times you could tell a band they're getting paid fifty dollars like feels yeah, like yeah. shit, but if you're doing it for a good cause, then maybe 
you're helping other people in the process. But how's the pay by you guys? Do you guys get decent at the door, or is it still like, is it shit where you are? <laughs> we we well, it depends on the turnout, right? Like, so if we're playing at a club, the club usually takes care of us. We try to take care of them; they take care of us. If we're playing, if sometimes we'll play at a barbershop. They just fucking we just play at a barbershop. Literally. We all just set up, play our instruments, screaming <laughs> at these these kids in the middle of a place where you cut hair. And uh, it, it's all dependent on – no, it's sick, dude. Some of my favorite That's shows. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the money's not as good there. But I think I think the like intimate shows like that I'd probably play for free. Like the energy is just so – that's like the whole reason you play music anyways for that energy. Like sure, we yeah. spend fuck tons of money here and like you need to eat to survive. But also at the same time, like – if we did it just for money, we'd be in a cover band. So, you know, there's there's definitely a balancing act. So the next question I got for you guys is a long-term plan. Do you guys have a long-term plan for Elder Bug? Uh, what's next coming up the pike for you guys? Sure. Um, we, well, I think we want to, uh, we want to tour. Yes. Definitely want to tour. We got more records coming out. We have a record that'll be out this year, probably. Maybe is it 2022? It's coming up. I know we're in almost. Yeah. yeah okay. No, it's it's next year. It's early next year. Uh, maybe May or something. March. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Um, definitely tour. I'd uh, love to get signed. Love to make records. Love to do it for a living. I mean, the only thing that's holding us back, on in my opinion, I'm a big-headed buck though. The only thing that's holding us back is just people opening their ears to us. I think they'd love us. I genuinely think that anybody who gives the music a chance would be like. Man, that's cool. Yeah. That's all we're asking oh, yeah. for. Just like, man, that's cool. Oh, yeah. And as far as uh, people finding your music, is finding your social media pages, those kind of things, could you uh, let us know where we can get all that info at? Absolutely. So at our website, uh, somebodystoleelderbug.com. Um, it's called that because uh, somebodystoleelderbug.com. So that's what, <laughs> that's what we named it. <laughs> and it has all the links to everything there. It's got details of the members. It's got um, details of the records we put out. It's got everything. Not show dates because I can't figure that out. But Spotify, yeah. um, you know, Apple Music, whatever you get any of your music on, we're on there. Um, we got Facebook, Instagram, whatever you any social media. We're trying to keep up with current trends, so we're also on TikTok for no good reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite young enough to be like real good at TikTok, but we're certainly trying. Yeah. <laughs> so my last question for you guys is you're you're blessing my audience with a new song tonight. Um yeah. named Scream. Could you uh could you let us know a little bit about that song and like what went on behind the scenes for that? I think this will be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be okay if I uh, can I? I'm gonna pass uh, pass it around to all five of us so we can give you kind of our different take on it. If that's okay. Oh, absolutely. We'll start with Drew. He's the quietest, but he's also uh, probably most talented in the room. He's still here. So it's definitely uh, it, it's honestly one of the easiest songs that we have playing wise, but it's been the biggest bitch to record for some reason. Um, <laughs> we've just had a hell of a time with it getting it right, but uh. Other than that, it's been uh, been pretty good. I like the way it sounds. Awesome. <laughs> um, for me, um, there was one part that I really wanted to keep in it, 
Um, but due to like the mixing process, it was too muddy because I play a five string and it's super difficult to keep some of the frequencies in the song that doesn't have those frequencies. So um, definitely the biggest problem we had was like trying to get the drums right. But I'll let Troy talk about that. Yeah, so the drums, uh, you know, we had a little bit of good old, you know, like Halloween spooky look, which is like they didn't get track corrected the first time. Um, you know, just technical difficulty. Um, the second time we just went ahead and had like a little bit of, you know, kind of green on the scene with what we were doing with our mixing process because uh, everything's been, you know, mixed in-house by uh, our very own Lucas, and he's he's just doing it, you know, here from home. And so... I think it sounded really good now, and I think it came out just fine. Um, we just wanted to make sure and get it finished. And uh, we got Chase to tell you how he feels about it next. The song's great. I love the song. Um, yeah, the drums took a really, really long time to get those done. But we got it figured out, and it's done. Damn. Nothing but relief on this side of things. All right, and my uh, my piece on it, since I, I, I wrote the song, I, I tracked the song a few times with everybody, I uh, mixed the song, and I mastered the song, and I'm still working on it. Not hmm. not really, but still working on it to this day to just kind of see how I can make it sound. Um, uh, lyrically, it is uh, one of the more simple uh, songs that we've written. It has a very simple message, I think. Um, that message being go fuck yourself, I'm pretty sure, is uh, what, I would, what I would consider that message. Uh, but... Sonically, it's we wanted to make the super theatrical, super exciting, weird, creepy, Halloweeny kind of just Elderbug song that didn't sound like any other Elderbug song, so that like we could really set a precedent for the next set of releases that we have. Because this new shit that we got is nothing like anything else we've ever done. It's definitely better, as every band has to say about their newest release. It's the heaviest <laughs> thing we've ever done. Probably. <laughs> Big thing coming oh shit, we got a music video coming out for this song actually as well on Halloween and this is the first time anybody's ever going to hear it and we're incredibly grateful that you uh, offered to do that for us. Uh, Brother, thank you so much. Guys, uh, really, really wish the best for you. Please keep us updated on everything Elderbug on the Rock and Roll Union Facebook page and uh, we're, we're, we're pulling for you here, man, as much as we can do for you. Thank you so much, and and I think I speak on behalf of everybody when I say thank you so much for having us on. For sure. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk soon. Hey, thanks yeah. a lot, man. Thank you. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Enjoy um, enjoy life. Thanks so much. We've been Elderbug. Yep.
nothing to say now. Have you nothing to say? Hey, this is a total package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast, guys. It is my great pleasure next to introduce to you another brand new band, although this guy has been... uh, He's been a good friend of mine for a long time, but I like to introduce you guys to a band called Corvid Corpus. Thanks, guys, for calling in. You with us? Hey, how you doing? Hey, man, how you guys doing? Uh, 
if I could ask you one favor right off the bat, and I kind of slipped it up on my last guest, could you guys introduce yourselves, let us know what you do in the band? Okay. Um, my name's Nick Volpe, and I play guitar and sing. My name's Hunter Langlois, and I play drums. I am Ray Hurley. I play bass. I'm Mason Brake. I play guitar also. Awesome, guys. So you guys, I mean, Ray, I go back, uh, I want to say a couple of years now, that you and I have known each other. And uh, you were on the show, God, at one of my live events a long time ago. And uh, yeah, it was Jersey, right? Yeah, man, that was I think one of the Rock for Recoveries that we did. And uh, you go back a ways with Rock Doc, Dave Rosenfeld, and like that whole area. And could you give us a little idea about like the origins of the band, how long you guys have been together, and how it all got started? Okay. So, um, we started in September 2019. Um, me and Hunter were uh, knew each other for over a year before that. We were in a music program together. So, we were bound to, like, be in a band with each other eventually. And we just needed a bass player. And uh, he met Ray at, like, a couple shows. And so, he hit him up. And he came over. And our first rehearsal was September of 2019. And we were a trio for... I would say a year and a half until we got uh, Mason in the band. And, um, yeah. Awesome. And uh, as far as, like, writing material, as far as that's concerned, how do you guys go about that? Is it, like, does it fall to one or two guys, or is it a full band thing? Like, how do you guys go about your writing? Well, I guess it depends on the song, I guess. Sometimes we just come up with stuff on the fly. And sometimes we'll have like stuff like prepared and then we just come in and try to blend it all together as a band. We'll just sit down at band practice and just go along with what we got and, you know, just gotcha. make something up, something cool. I guess that's right. Yeah. Guys, right? yeah. <laughs> and how has the whole, um, you know, it's something that's affected everybody. How has the whole COVID thing been with you guys and uh, what did you guys do? during the whole process? Um, the whole pandemic actually kind of helped us, if anything. Since we weren't able to play shows, we were able to just practice, practice, practice. And I think it really helped us because now we were able to put on, like, the best live show we possibly can. We played the night that the state closed in Trenton, and there was, like, nobody there. It was pretty great. <laughs> wow. We for SWAT buckle. It was awesome. Matt, you know, I I gotta ask just because the name. I, I I don't know if anybody's brought it up. I've mistook I've mistakenly called you guys COVID Corpus like a handful of times. Did you guys ever have that mistake done by anybody else? Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh, just people joke about it. Some people legit just thought that was our name and it was just, it's just really funny and it's just so, every time we have to correct them and we're like a meme now basically. yeah i'm trying to get them to make now, sure you guys get, tell us where the name comes from um so honestly it's a very confusing story um i'm honestly not entirely 100 percent sure if this is the correct way of describing it but we were a band for i would say like a month and my friend at school uh just said corvid corpus one day 
And I was like, what does that mean? And um, it basically, I think it has to do with, um, like, there was this drawing that she made, and it was a bird, and it had a bunch of images in it. And she called that Corvid Corpus. And I was just like, I don't really know what that means, but that's a cool-sounding band name. And <laughs> she, I was just like, can we use that? Um as our band name she's like sure why not so i brought it to the guys like over text like literally minutes after i was like hey corvid corpus and they were like yeah that sounds cool so yeah it's latin for dead raven or crow corpse so yeah we're a a dead bird (laughs) (laughs) you know i one thing that i wanted to touch on and i'm not sure how tied into that scene that you guys are. I know Ray has had, um, man, it's been quite a few people now that have, uh, we've lost fairly recently that made a big impact on your rock scene there. And like, how has that been? I know you, you guys played a couple uh, memorial services. It's just been a very rough year. 2021 has felt worse than 2020. How have you guys been holding up with all that? Um, you know, he he was one of my best friends, which was Chris Harmony. He was Old Bridge Mountain Militia, and uh, he was one of the reasons why I really got into the scene as much as I did. And I've met so many bands over the years, and wanted to play in a band. Like I started playing at sixteen, bass actually, not not guitar. But I'm fortunate enough that I found these guys and were able to do hard rock and heavy metal because that's like literally in my blood um but yeah no like i guess i'm okay i think all the band is okay we've kind of like grown uh from i guess those experiences of losing people and then kind of makes us a better band when we play out more and more and more people get to see us so yeah i mean now is there like a um because it, it feels this way when I see you guys in pictures and see you see you guys in different shows and stuff. There there seems to be a hardcore, like, really close-knit family that seems to be surrounding you guys. Is that the case? Yeah, like, a lot of us are Central Jersey, and then there's some North Jersey guys. And it, it gives us a real way to connect with everybody. We go and do shows, like, all around really like the tri-state area, but mainly Jersey, we're always around. Um, like I said, like we've met so many people throughout, like only like the band has only been around for two years. And we've met so many cool people and played with so many cool bands. Like the first like real show, I guess we did was two weeks before the pandemic started. We had opened for Soulfly at the Stanhope house to a sold out crowd. We played the main stage and, we have definitely grown from playing that show to what we just played in Jamesburg like last week or two weeks ago. At least in my opinion, I don't know how anybody else feels. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Now, as far as the uh, like the lyrical content of your, your songs, uh, who usually handles that and what direction do you guys feel that that takes? Um. I usually write most of the lyrics, um, and they could just be on a variety of different topics. Sometimes we'll literally just be like, let's write a song about this, even if we haven't had experiences in it. Like, we have a song just about partying uh, really hard. None of us have really, like, done a lot of the stuff that's mentioned in the song. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
but um, yeah, occasionally we are just like, hey, let's just write a song about this. But for the most part, I I usually write lyrics about whatever I'm feeling. That was also as when we were a trio for so long, and we added Mason. He's brought like such a new sound and great feel to the band. Uh, we kind of like compare him. Like Nick was like the Ace Freely, and then we have Mason, who is like the Randy, who can <laughs> just fucking shred and do all these cool things. You know, go on, Mason. Yeah, I'm everyone's favorite now. <laughs> um, if you go to a show, they'll say that I'm. Uh, everybody in the crowd will say that I'm their favorite. Uh, they'll say that I'm second in looks to Ray, but it's a very close second. Uh, that's all I have to add. You know, for the longest time, I I, I really, you know, I didn't. I got to be honest, I didn't listen to much of the material, like in the beginning when you guys first got together, when you first start putting stuff out. And for some reason, I kept thinking that you guys were going to be a lot heavier than what you are. And once I started listening to Tay, I was like, man, these guys are just straight up kick-ass rock and roll. Like, you guys have a lot of good feel to your to your music. And it's something that, like, a crowd can move to. Is that something that you guys aim to do? I mean, there's so many different bands you can go just fold your arms and look at the stage, but you guys kind of put that like vibe out there. Yeah, absolutely. We always try to give it our all and everything at every show, especially me, man, because I literally like almost kill myself every show just trying to do the craziest stuff. Um, but yeah, they came, people came to see a show and I like just making feel good music that uh, like, you know, a lot of people, like even people that don't listen to rock music, like say that they like our music. And that's really like a big goal of ours for is to like reach a bunch of different people and as well as just put on the best shows we possibly can. And, you know, so everybody that sees us is like, Oh wow, that was really cool. Instead of it just being like very cool. I know you guys got a couple of shows coming up. Where are you guys playing? Um, well, we just played at the Jamesburg Elks Lodge. We did our, like, this is a scary show. It was like a Halloween special we did. Um, we haven't, like, announced anything yet, but we do have something coming in December at Jamesburg again. Uh, we don't have any, like, the band situated who's going to play with us, but that's going to come out soon. We're eventually going to get more dates is like when we start like we want to write a little bit more material too like we don't want to just keep playing the same songs and bore the crowd so we're always trying gotcha. to come up with something new to do like for each show like trying to make it like visually interesting and like i guess musically interesting like try to make everybody they keep interest like every time they come to see us they have like a reason to come see us not just because they're like friends of ours they want to actually enjoy the show you know you know, that that's something that I think a lot of bands miss anymore and a lot of the the whole plethora of rock and roll bands in the United States miss is the show aspect. I feel like we've lost that a lot, but so to hear you guys talk about that is refreshing, man. We need more of that. Um, how do people go about finding your music and social media and all those kind of things? Uh, it's pretty easy as long as you spell the name right. Uh, <laughs> we're on like Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, what else are we on? Yeah, well, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Like, if you want to look at the social medias itself, but if you want to actually like listen to the tunes, 
Uh, you can even you can come buy something. We have CDs. We have business cards. We have business cards. Love we're business fancy. Cards. <laughs> um, eventually, we're gonna get more merch and stuff too, like for shirts. We had stickers, but we ran out, <laughs> so we gotta get more. Um, so, what's coming stickers. down the pike for you guys? Like, what's what's the next? What's what's the goal for 2022 for Corvid Corpus? Uh, probably to put out more music, and eventually, when we feel like at the time is right, we want to do like sort of like a mini tour. We want to go like out of Jersey. We want to go like maybe in Philly. We go to Baltimore. We could go down. Just get out and like experience it because we're all so young. We want to put ourselves out there a little more and like yeah. meet people along the team. You know, I think I think that'd be great for us. You know that that's the one thing that I gotta that I gotta say for you guys, and that I've been really trying hardcore with this show is bringing up a lot of the younger guys, man, because the the next generation that you're in is the next to carry the torch. What are you guys listening to as far as music is concerned? Um, I listen to like a lot of instrumental music, and I listen to a lot of K-pop right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I was expecting that one. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that one either. Um, I'm very mixed, and a lot of people kind of like think that I'm just like a really heavy metal guy. That's not really the case. I listen to a lot of different things. I'm really big into prog. Like Rush is one of my all-time favorite bands. And yes, and Genesis guys are just like gods to me. But I can also get into like. I can get into like old school hip hop. I can get into some really hardcore metal. I can even get into new wave, but disco still sucks. So you, you can ask Hunter. Why are you saying I like disco? I don't know. Do you like disco? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I I kind of just listen to anything. Like if someone puts something on, I'll be able to have a good time with it. Anything from Elvis to fucking. Sorry, uh, Post Malone. You like Oingo Boingo? I don't like Oingo <laughs> Boingo, no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also kind of similar. I listen to literally everything for the most part. Um, I One day I'll be listening to really hard metal, then one day I'll be listening to jazz, and one day I'll be listening to hip-hop. And, yeah, I just go all over the place. Frank Zappa rules. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so... My last question for you guys is uh, I have one of your songs that I'm going to play called Frozen Times. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that song? Um, well, I actually wrote the song. Uh, it was one of the first songs I actually ever wrote that ended up being a Corvid Corpus song. I wrote it all the way back in like early 2019. And I honestly, I don't know why, but I just didn't really like it at first for some reason. I just was very inconfident about it. And then about a little over a year later, it was like quarantine timing Hunter, uh, like trying to come up with songs over FaceTime. And I just remembered this old song and I played it once, like really late at night. And I was like, huh, I really like this song. I don't know what I was thinking. And I showed him and it was and he said he had like chills he had like chills from it or something but um the song it the the lyrically it's during the time when i wrote it i honestly wrote it about me being like bullied 
by a lot of people and like me getting through those times. But honestly, looking at the bigger picture of the song, it could really tie to anybody, any kind of problems someone has, they're going to get through the frozen times that they're going through. And I feel like it's a really good song in that regard. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your Monday night to talk with me. And, uh, guys, please keep us up to date on the Rock and Roll Union page, Facebook page, uh, everything Corvid Corpus, man. I I can't wait to make it out to a show. And uh, the pain is you guys are so far from me that I have yet to get out, but I promise you one day I'm going to be making that trek. It's like a two-hour trek for me. But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys. Eventually we'll get down South Jersey and Delaware for you. We're looking to get down that way someday. Yeah, South Jersey is kind of a pain, man. It's 95% cover bands. So, like, yeah, Delaware is more, <laughs> more of an open mind to original music, which is great. But as far as South Jersey, there was one place in my area, and it's got weeds growing all over it now. That's terrible. So, but, but thank uh, you so much. Guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. You guys have a great rest of your week, and I'm definitely going to be back in touch with you guys soon. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. So, guys, here is Corvid Corpses with Frozen Times.
That was Corvid Corpses with Frozen Times. Guys, I want to say a big shout out and thank you to Elder Bug and Corvid Corpus for joining us this evening. Going to be a great show next week. Make sure you're here. It's our Halloween special, guys. We're going to be playing all rock and roll union bands, Halloween slash horror songs. We're going to be joined by Kevin Mercer, the lead singer and frontman for Zillion Dollar Babies, the Alice Cooper Experience. We're going to be talking Alice Cooper. We're going to be talking horror movies. We're going to be talking it all, guys. Really excited. It's going to be an awesome kick-ass show next week. Remember, this is our last week to make a difference for autism, guys, for, for this year. We are doing our Walk for Autism this Saturday in Cherry Hill. Still looking for co-walkers. Still looking for sponsors. Still looking for everything in between. Also, Friday night, our first show in a while, man. First live Rock and Roll Union event is this Friday night at the Rusty Nail in Armore, PA. We will be kicking off at 8 o'clock with Zenora, followed by Stone Temple Pilot Tribute Band, Lounge Fly, then the boys in Rat Rod, and finishing it up will be the debut of the 90s Tribute Later Skater. That is this Friday night, 8 o'clock, at the Rusty Nail in Ardmore, PA. So, guys, one thing that we've been doing, we've been ending the show with our featured song of the week. We have a good one this week, just in time for Halloween. It's a brand new one from a band that's been on the show before called Castle Bravo. This is Itty Bitty Monster. Guys, you guys have a great rest of your week. Be good to each other. Till next time, bring back rock and roll. Much love, guys. Here is Itty Bitty Monster from Castle Bravo.
beneath your bed. Down with that 